Welcome to A Journey to the Center of a Black Hole, the show that explains all you want to know about black holes. I'm Mauro, your host, and in this episode, I'll be talking about how a cloud of dust and gas can eventually become a black hole. First, we have to go more than 1300 light years away, to the Orion Nebula. Placed at the south of the Orion Belt, it's one of the brightest and most spectacular nebulae in the night sky. In fact, it is visible to the naked eye from Earth. This is indeed the cloud of dust that we were talking about. With 24 light years across and being estimated to be 2000 times heavier than our sun, this nebula is the place where several stars are born. It all starts out when clumps of gas, mostly hydrogen, begin to get closer and closer to each other due to their own gravitational pull. They collapse and the center gets hotter and denser. If the temperature at its core is high enough, nuclear fusion will start to happen and will have a protostar. However, not all of the dust ends up at the protostar. Part of it stays orbiting the hot and newborn star. This is called the protostar's protoplanetary disk. And yes, this dust will gather up to form planets. This process takes place in every nebula. In fact, there have been around 700 protostars spotted in different stages of formation just within the Orion Nebula. Now, the kind of star we're interested in is the one that has at least 8 times more mass than our Sun, a massive star. You might think that the bigger a star is, the more time it will live, because it has more fuel, right? Well, it's kind of the opposite. It is true that they have more fuel, but what's also true is that its gravity is much more powerful and therefore they use much more nuclear fusion to prevent collapsing into themselves. This results in a much briefer lifespan. A star 8 times as heavy as our sun will live for just a hundred million years. I know this sounds like a long time, but it's a glimpse compared to other lighter stars. For instance, the lifespan of the Sun is around 10 billion years. Don't worry, we're just halfway through its life. This massive star will be fusing hydrogen and creating helium throughout what's called the main sequence. It will remain a blue main sequence star until it runs out of hydrogen, then it will start fusing helium into carbon. Now, this might look like a non-relevant fact, but this causes the star to become a red supergiant. These are the largest known stars. The most massive of them is Huawei Scuti. This humongous monster is 5 billion times bigger than our sun. After fusing helium into carbon, the red supergiant will fuse carbon into neon, magnesium and some sodium. Neon, likewise, will fuse into magnesium and oxygen. Then, oxygen will fuse creating silicon, which will as well fuse. But the thing is that silicon fusion results in iron. And this is big trouble. Iron, instead of giving energy to the star, removes it. This compresses and heats up the core even more. 
at this temperature and pressure, iron nuclei suck up electrons that help support the star. This causes the star to completely collapse down to a few kilometers across in a few thousandths of a second and explode in what's called a supernova, one of the most powerful events that take place in the universe. Now, one of two things can happen. If the star has between 8 and 20 solar masses, the collapse will stop when the star is around 20 kilometers across, forming a neutron star. But if the star has more than 20 solar masses, crazy things happen. There is literally nothing in the universe that can stop the collapse, so the core of the star shrinks down to a single point in space. Three or more solar masses compressed to one point. This is doubtlessly one of the most mysterious objects in the universe. Not even light should be able to escape it. It's a black hole.